Well, hello, hello, and welcome once again to GICTC, Home of the Warriors. I'm your host, Minister and Prophetess Jacqueline Gordon. And we have been doing a series on um, um, the new birth, hallelujah, uh, the new birth born of water and the spirit. And um, this series on the new birth by the spirit, uh, we covered listening to your Savior, and uh, the good news of the Spirit. And this is part three of the New Birth by Spirit. And the uh, topic of this um, study is you choose to do His will. Prepare yourself. Get your swords in your hands uh, so you can follow along with me in the Word. And uh, let us pray. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for this time that we have set aside to come before your presence, Lord God, and seek your face and learn from you. Lord, we ask that you open up the eyes of our understanding that we may comprehend what your spirit is saying to us individually. We thank you for your word, Lord God, that it is planted on good soil within our hearts, Father. And we thank you that you are writing your word upon the table of our hearts that we may not sin against you. We thank you, Father, in Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Now, uh, you choose to do his will. Now, I looked up the word choose, which means to select from a number of possible alternatives, decide on and pick out, to prefer above others, to determine or decide. I also looked up the word choice, which is a noun. The act of choosing, selecting. The power, right, or liberty to choose option. One that is chosen. Choice consists of the mental process of judging the merits of multitude options, multiple options and selecting one or more of them. While a choice can be made between imaged, uh, imagined opinions, what would it, I do if... Often a choice is made between real options and followed by the corresponding action. Shortly after his baptism, Jesus confronts Nicodemus. Jesus makes birth of water and spirit a command. You must be born again. John 3 and 7. How can you obey a command to be born? 
Nicodemus had no choice about his first birth. The seed of his parents came together and so he was conceived. His tiny body began to grow inside his mother. About nine months later he was born. All of this was without his knowledge or will. How then can he make a choice about his second birth? Yes, one can decide to pass through water. But the spirit is person. In this picture of birth, he is like a parent. How can mere man make a decision to be born of the spirit? The answer is in the way the spirit wants to work. A almighty God can easily overpower us and force us into spiritual birth. He can even make children for Abraham out of stones. You can find that in Luke chapter 3. Yet he is so free, so fully in control, so confident that he is not trapped into keeping all freedom to himself. He creates us in his image with true ability to choose. If anyone chooses to do God's will, he will find out whether my teaching comes from God. John chapter 7 verse 17. Again and again, Jesus insists that anyone, everyone, whoever can freely receive him and his gifts. John chapter 3 verse 15, 16, 18 and 21. Jesus even gives man a part in receiving the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost. In Luke chapter 11 verse 9 through 10 and verse 13 it reads, Ask and it will be given you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who seeks receives. If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Also in John chapter 7, verse 37 through 39, it reads, On the last and greatest day of the feast, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scriptures has said, streams of living water will flow from within him. By this he meant the Spirit, whom those who believed in him were later to receive. Up to that time the Spirit had not been given, since Jesus had not yet been glorified. Scriptures indeed looks forward to this life-giving river. Isaiah likens the spirit to reviving rain. Ezekiel even foresees God placing his spirit into his people. In Isaiah chapter 44 verse 3, like Isaiah chapter 58 verse 11 and Zechariah chapter 14 8 it reads, For I will pour water on the thirsty land and streams on the dry ground. I will pour out my spirit on your offspring and my blessings on your descendants. Also in Ezekiel chapter 36 verse 26 through 27 like Ezekiel 37 verse 1 through 14 I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit in you and move you to follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws. 
God places his own eternal, all-powerful spirit into tiny, weak humans as us. Though too wonderful for us to fully grasp, this is what the old scriptures promises. And this is what the New Testament boldly reports as fulfilled in Christians. Those who enter Christ become a holy temple, a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. Let us turn now to Ephesians chapter 2 verse 21. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 21. We're going to read verses 21 and um, 22. Glory to God. And I'm going to read this out of the Amplified Bible. In him the whole structure is joined, bond, welded together, harmoniously. And it continues to rise, grow, increase into a holy temple in the Lord. A sanctuary dedicated, consecrated, and scarred to the presence of the Lord. In him... And in fellowship with one another, you yourselves also are build, being built up into this, this structure with the rest to form a fixed abode, dwelling place of God, in, by, and through the Spirit. The Spirit of God dwells within every born-again believer, being born of water and Spirit. Glory to God. Let's also look at Romans chapter 5. Romans chapter 5. And I'm just going to read verse 1. Uh, at a later time you can read the whole, whole entire chapter. Chapter uh, 5 and, and chapter 8. Therefore since we are justified acquainted, declared righteous, and given a right standing with God through faith, let us grasp the fact that we have the peace of reconciliation to hold and to enjoy peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One. And Romans chapter 8 verse 1 says, Therefore, there is now no condemnation, no adjudging, guilty of wrong for those who are in Christ Jesus who live and walk not after the dictates of the flesh but after the dictates of the spirit referring to the Holy Spirit that dwells in every believer glory to God you can also read 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and chapter 6 Talk about the Holy Spirit dwelling on the inside of every believer. Now, John seven thirty-seven through 39, which we had read already, streams of living water flow from, glory to God, whomever believes in Jesus Christ, Yeshua. And Ezekiel chapter 36 verses 26 and 27 foresaw that God would put his spirit in you. These are promises for the born again believer that you must be born of water and the Spirit in order to even enter the kingdom of God. He has provided this through Yeshua 
Hamashiach, Jesus Christ, the salvation of your soul. Well, until then, beloved, our next study will be on, the next topic of uh, subject will be on, the world cannot receive him. This is a series on new birth by the Spirit. Glory to God. Well, God bless you. And may God's face shine upon you as you continue to seek his face and sit at his feet and learn of him. Until then, God bless and shalom. More I seek Small